It's been crazy, man. 2018 was beautiful. You know, man, I, I swear, man, I know 2019 is going to be even more lavish and even more of a spectacle. You know, uh, it's going to be a lot to look out for this year, man. But I just wanted to let everybody know, man, that five is back. And for those who are new to this podcast, I want to say thank you for tuning in. Let me introduce myself. I am five, the unique clone. From a unique clone universe. So thank you again for tuning in. And let's get straight to it. Now, the craziest thing about this man is that look, I took a little hiatus, a brief little break, if you want to call it, going through a lot, man. You know, life. That's what I was going through. You know, I think life hits us like a ton of bricks, as they say, right? Or something like that. Anyway, man, you know, I'm going through what I'm going through. And I felt the only way I was going to be able to literally be able to tackle what I was dealing with was to actually take a break from some things. Uh, not only the podcast, but I took a break from people within my family, not my immediate family, not my wife, not my children, not 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 those people, not my mom, but, you know, family members that it, I felt like maybe should have been doing more. You know, I, I took a, you know, I never really had friends, but I took a a, a, a big step back and, and, and took the time back that I was giving them, the energy I was giving them. I took all of that back so I could make sure that I was doing what I needed to do. So I want to apologize to everybody who literally looked in on getting, you know, uh, getting their daily dose of 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 uniqueness from this uh, podcast. You know, I'm here now. I don't plan on going anywhere. I don't plan on doing anything other than this. Um, you know, there's going to be some business moves being made, man, and, and I'm going to grow, um, this brand, you know, I, I, you know, I I would love to say, man, you know, that this is a movement, but I don't know if you could literally call my life a movement, you know, um, I, it is what it is and I am who I am, you know what I'm saying? For those who know me, you know, uh. I'm, I'm, I'm a different breed of person. So I just feel like, you know, hey, I need to be able to give people and enlighten people in ways that need to be enlightened. So walk with me on this journey and let's get straight into this. All right. So for everybody out there, man, you know, that's been rocking with me, man. I want to say uh, again, thank you um, for those, you know, for, for those people, you know, for the new people that's actually coming in you know basically just being exposed to the whole unique clone universe man um i'm gonna give you a little background on me man you know i'm five uh one third of the of the the nurse at the cool table man um you know and i am the unique clone you know I'm, i'm part of the unique clone universe i mean you know i i created this podcast i created this universe for people that are like me, human beings, you know, and uh, but I wanted to always be able to have an avenue or a pipeline to bring about my thoughts because, like, now it's like this trend to be different. People are trying way too hard, you know, uh, 
you know, back in the day when you were different, they would just basically say, oh, this dude's a weirdo or an outcast or whatever the case may be. And, and for the unique clone era that, that, that I'm, that I'm creating, um, we, we were the, we were the cool kids, but we didn't do what cool kids did. Like we didn't fit that norm, that social norm that a lot of people were really on at the time. So it was like we did things differently. You know, it was it was completely different. We did things differently. We 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 moved differently. Um, we were more like, in a sense, we were not not necessarily more like thinkers, but we just thought differently. You know, things that made sense to most people didn't make sense to us, and the things that made sense to us didn't make sense to other people. And so, you know, I, I built this platform around the family that I ran with, you know, coming from where I come from, you know, I, I come from, you know, you know, uh, cool beginnings, I say, I won't call them humble, I won't call them meek, I won't call them, you know, um, poor or any of those things, because literally, I'm gonna tell you like this, you know, people coming from the projects in the hood, and if you don't know the difference between the projects in the hood, you know, you need to, you need to definitely understand that <clears throat> hoods can really range from you know, the birds down to whatever, you know, uh, the projects were basically the projects, you know, and, but we didn't, my team and I, we necessarily didn't stay in the projects, we stayed on the outskirts of the projects, but it was still the hood, uh, if you know me, you know where I'm from, you know, Southside, man, 31st and Gaines, you know, that's where I'm from, man, you know, if you, if you don't know where that is, look it up, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, I mean, you know, we did so many things, but like we, you know, we were gangbangers, so to say. We was well, we were. There's just no so to say to it. Um, but we honestly, we we were we were what the world at the time was calling crack babies. We were born in the '80s. You know, uh, <clears throat> you know, it was crazy because we were being born in the '80s, and you know, uh, they called us crack babies. But you know, the majority of 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 of, of the fam that I ran with, you know, we, you know, our parents weren't on crack. Uh, my cousin Ricky, his mom's a nurse, but we stayed in the hood, you know. Uh, my other cousin Maurice, his mom was a beautician, stayed in the hood, did everybody's hair in the hood. Uh, she made all the fresh styles back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this, you know, this just was what it was, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Rod, you know what I'm saying? Hi, Rod, man. Uh, Lil Paru, like these people, Chris, man, rest in love, man, for real, I miss you, um, Courtney, Courtney Peoples, everybody in the city knew Courtney, man, you know, Courtney's mom was a hard worker, his dad was the same way, you know, his grandmother, all, man, if you know, if you know Courtney, if you know the Peoples, you know how they get down, you know what I'm saying, um, it was a beautiful thing, you know, and, uh, you know, we always made away from, 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 like, we made something out of nothing, you know, like, uh, you know, we rode BMX bikes, we rode skateboards, you know, we, uh, we watched anime, which was weird, you know, because, uh, I can't even think of the, it was a channel on 38, I can't, I want to, it, it turned into UPN, but it was something else prior to that, but they used to show Dragon Ball Z on Sundays, and it was crazy, like, I would miss the majority of them because, you know, my mom felt that Jesus was the way. As I got older, I denounced all forms of religion, but 
I don't knock people for whatever they believe in. I'm more spiritual. I, you know, I found that, you know, no matter what you believe in, no matter, you know, what book you read from or read, period, you know, all of it was conceived in, in the, in the concept came from love. So I just didn't see the point in it, you know, um, of just saying, Hey, I'm going to be this one thing. I, I studied, you know, several different laws, religions, things of that nature. You know, I've, I've, you know, I feel like if you're going to necessarily denounce something, you need to know what you're denouncing because there may be something out there that's really for you. But I just don't feel like, you know, having a social construct around me or, or being labeled by a label because that's what I felt was always the problem within my hood, my neighborhood where I grew up. And, um, you know, it was a major thing. But I say all that to say that, you know, we didn't fit inside what people would call project kids, hood kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we did tagging. We did, you know, our own artistry. You know, we, we were hip hop heads, but we also listened to everything else. Contemporary, classical, man, like, you know, um, like, I mean, the things that they said that we couldn't do, literally, it was nothing for us to do you know, but what we had a problem with was actually conforming to what they said we were, you know, crack dealers and crack smokers and weed smokers and, you know, these types of things, like literally, man, we were none of these things, you know, uh, <clears throat> I won't say that literally we didn't, we didn't dabble in, in, in the, some of the, the things that were going on and, and made people money, but we were smarter at it. Uh, we, we, we weighed our options and we weren't one of the, we weren't a group of, of youngsters uh, future kings you know we weren't stuck on the construct of making so much money that we had to shine for somebody else man it was times that the only time our crew would eat if we couldn't collectively get you know bring food from one you know from everybody's house and like collectively put it down on the table at another at another one of our you know uh, partners houses we wouldn't eat unless we went to school so during the summertime you know you had to get a thing you had to get it some of us had paper routes. Some of us was just hustlers to the point where, you know, and this isn't right, but you know, I'm I'm not I'm not ashamed of it, man. This happened when we were when we were young, you know, going and getting the papers, and you know, from from the from the things and you know, reselling and repurposing the papers. That was something that we had to do, you know. Um, we just refused to become a byproduct of what our hood was showing us you know what i'm saying now you know we were surrounded by you know the real killers the real drug dealers the real you know drug users the real smokers you know the base heads because that's what we called them back in the day you know uh we, we, we were we were surrounded by what some would call now fuck boys you know the weak cats in the hood you know we dealt with all of these things but it's just like man you know when it comes to you know the stereotype of not having a father around yeah, we really didn't, you know, a lot of us just didn't have that, man, uh, we had cats in the hood that literally ran with us from time to time, and they had fathers, but, you know what I'm saying, I mean, that, that, you know, what they were being taught by their dads, you know, we were, we were teaching each other, per se, you know, um, how to just stand on your own two feet, and I'm glad that I had an uncle that stepped in for the absence of my, of, of my biological father, uh, you know, it was it was one of those things, man. You know, so you know, the hood, my surroundings, my situations, my you know ins and outs, my problems, my worries, my woes, my happiness. You know, 
that constructed five, that constructed me, that constructed the unique clone universe, the standalone theory, the standalone complex. You know, uh, these are all mine. You know, these are things, these are my theories, these are my complexes, these this is who I am. I walk this path, man. I'm very truthful. I'm, 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 I, I try to be as upfront, open, and honest as I can with everyone. As, with everyone, you know. But I'm goofy. I'm a goofball. I love to make people laugh. I hate to be inside of confusion and, 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 and being, as some say, an author of chaos or, you know, you know, deconstructing great things or great, you know, breaking people down. I, I, you know, I never really saw the purpose in that. But don't get it twisted. You know, um, although I make you laugh, you know, I can make you cry because I'm human to an extent. You know, I feel like, you know, as most probably do, man, you know, dealing with this thing called life, you know, you feel like you're out of place. And, and I think those are the ones that really kind of summed it up because um, I remember the very first time I ever was able to really identify with something. And it was the... Uh, Outcast album ATL, and the reason I could really identify with this album was because not only the label or not only the title of the album AT Aliens, but the whole construct of how they came from what they talked about on Southern Playlistic all the way up until here, and they've only evolved and they have never really fed fit inside of one genre of music true enough they were labeled as hip-hop rap or whatever but you know i think that man true artists can't be held by a label they supersede that you know they 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 sail past that under 2000 man one of the greatest duos to ever do it um you know uh everybody that they that they even brought with them were completely different you know and i and i tip my hat to that but you know i grew up on sugar hill gang you know, I grew up on LL Cool J, Wu-Tang Clan, Biggie, Pac, you know, I, I could, man, I could do a whole podcast on Pac, I could do, you know, uh, a whole podcast on, on, on uh, Outkast, you know, uh, these are greats, I could do a whole podcast on music, well, a, a whole, like, a whole catalog on music, because music is what fueled me and my team, um, and I call them my team because, like I said, man, we were family. You know, uh, man, if one of us cried, you know what I'm saying? All of us cried because it was it was something that was detrimental and it was going to be very big on the hood. You know, uh, you know, I think the last time all of us really cried together was, uh, and crying doesn't necessarily mean like physically shedding a tear, but I'm talking about like feeling this hurt, anguish, and pain was, uh, the loss of, of, of one of our, you know, OG brothers, you know what I'm saying, uh, Byron 3, you know what I'm saying, and uh, rest in love, man, you know, uh, they hit the hood hard, you know, anytime there was a death in the hood, you know, it really hit the hood hard, you know, and um, you gotta understand, man, but, you know, everything is different, people are different, we move different. And when things like that happen in the hood, it, it it makes you adapt, and then you have to move even more differently. You know, uh, you know, like I say, man, being born in the '80s and being raised in the hood, like the true hood, not not with some, like I say, not what some people want to relate to as the hood, but I'm talking about the true hood, the definition of of a hood. You know, um, watching 
you know, the jump out boys, man, these undercover cars and detectives just jump out on cats, man. It's not doing anything except standing on the corner. And they may not have been serving back in the day. They may have had some weight on them or they may have had a little piece on them, but, you know, they weren't out there doing it. They was really just kind of cooling and just talking on the corner. That's how we did things. That's how we talked. That's how we moved. You know, uh, those things were great to us, you know what I'm saying? Because we were in an era that was before cell phones. You know, cell phones weren't readily available like that. You know, the internet wasn't readily available like that. You know, so when you linked up with people, because nine times out of ten, we didn't have house phones because that was a bill that we just couldn't afford or like we would have it and then it would get cut off. So everybody met on the corner. You know, we would walk the neighborhood. You know, we, you know, we, we, we had social groups, you know, we had, we had what some people would use now as group me and WhatsApp and things of that nature to talk to your people, but it was on the block, it was in the corner. And, uh, you know, we were put there and we made the best out of the situation. And I won't call it a bad situation. Uh, I'm gonna just call it a situation because what some may view is good, maybe bad, and what some may view is bad could be good it, it it molded me to become a better and more driven person you know growing up in the hood and, and being exposed to what i was exposed to and seeing what i saw and you know um just you know it molded me to be a better person period just no more no way around it so because of where i come from it allowed five and the unique clone to manifest itself because it was always me against the world I always felt that way, and, I, and you know, when uh, Pac dropped that double album, man, it was, I mean, you know, when, 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 when he put that Me Against the World and that All Eyes on Me double album came out, man, it was great, it was awesome, it felt good, man, to hear that, you know, his political views, and I felt the same way, um, I just was, I just, I was a goofball, and I felt like, man, you know, I just didn't want to feel like being the art of confusion so I just was like alright you know what I'm just going to keep my opinions when I was growing up to myself because I don't want people to feel like man I'm trying to judge them so to know me is to know my podcast There, this is a no judgment zone you know I will listen to anybody as long as it's coming in a form of respect so if you want to email me uh, please feel free uniclone at gmail.com you can also reach me at uh, on IG same name, Unique Clone. Um, reach me there. As they say, jump in my DMs. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, if you have any questions, any ideas, you know, anything, please feel free to interact uh, interact with me there. Um, once I get the website up and running again, you know, I'll definitely let everybody know about that. And, uh, man, we're going to get to it. You know, let's, let's you know, we're going to talk about some real cool things on this podcast. And, I'm gonna keep it pretty light today because I'm I'm just getting back. I, I you know I don't want to hit you too hard. I want to bring you in, and then probably next podcast hit you real hard, which I'm gonna come every week. Uh, a time and a date really hasn't been discussed, and I really need to try to figure that part out so I can actually get everybody on a you know on a regular type of schedule where you can tune into me and you know exactly when I'm coming in. And uh, I had a couple of technical difficulties yesterday, so I'm, I'm trying to correct those now. That's why I'm re-recording now. Um, and I'm going to just move from here. But once again, I'm five. This is the Unique Clone Universe. Welcome to the Unique Clone Podcast. Let's get to it. So, 
craziest thing about all this is that I have been seeing, you know, as, as we all do, we see we see this new year, new me. You know, they say new year, new me, bitch. You know, you know, it's gonna, you know, I'm doing shit differently. You know, that's what they say. You know, I, I don't know. I, I know that's so stupid. That voice is stupid. Anyway, man. Uh, you know, but it's new year, new me. I'm doing. I'm putting everybody off. First of all, man, you shouldn't wait. Uh, you know, you shouldn't wait to cut people off. They really don't mean any any good, man. You know, they all harmful, man. You know what I'm saying? They've shown you time and time again that they are very, very selfish and they're very fixated on themselves. And it's nothing for you to cut them off. You know, I, I remember giving people three chances. But now I'm only going to give people two chances because two chances make sense. The first time, everybody makes a mistake. The second time, if you make that same mistake or it's even bigger, all right, cool. I I need to learn from it. I don't need to give you a third time to get it right. You know, so, you know, I'm not doing the New Year New Me bullshit. I I just don't see the point in it. I don't feel that, that, you know, it makes sense to be, you know, this New Year New Me type of shit. Like that, I mean... You should be the same person just becoming better. You know, it shouldn't be a new you. It's still you. It's just you becoming better. You're learning from what you, you know, from what you missed out on at one point in time, which is, you know, your, um, your, um, your mistakes, your, your, your shortcomings. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, you messed up and it's life. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it, it shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't have to throw your old self away, your a complete old self to become someone new. You know, we get one life. And as long as we wake up every day, you know, that's the coolest part about all this. Every day that you wake up is another day to get it right. You know, every minute, every second, every hour that you're breathing is another chance to continue to go. And I just wanted to be a better person. Like, I wanted to be able to be like, okay, I'm going to stop putting energy into people that I know wouldn't put the same amount of energy into me and distancing myself from these people. I want to put the energy where it needs to be put, which is building building my 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 empire you know so i can leave something for my children for my offspring you know for my little princess i mean my princesses and my prince you know i want to be able to leave that you know and and i want to be able to leave you know a way of of them feeling that they know their place in this world because you know there's a lot of us that walk through this life and don't even know their place i remember my biological dad when uh, when when we were uh, on uh, halfway decent terms, man, you've always had a place in this world. That's true. But what happens when you don't explain that place? Because people walk through this world and don't even know their place in this world. You know, we, man, we, we end up getting lost. Like what they say, get lost in the sauce. And it's crazy because, man, I feel that that's you know, if you have never told your children their place in your life and and how much you love them and how much you know you will put your life on the line for them because none of our children none of us asked to ever come here you know I don't I don't know any of us you know coming down and or coming here and saying hey I'm ready to be born so y'all do what y'all need to do and make me you know make it happen nobody has ever done that so I feel like you know we need to you know start being more appreciative of our children and as parents, we need to start acting as parents. Because I'm going to tell you something. It's like a whole genre, a whole generation of fucked up parents out there. Like they selfish. 
they 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 feel that your shortcomings aren't really shortcomings you know like like it ain't as big as what they went through you know they they you know they're in competition with their children and i can't speak for the white community i really can't i don't want to even speak for them because i'm not white you know i am a melanated being i'm a melanated human understand that understand that this journey that i am on is real you know um this what sets me apart from most not only you know I, I, i'm not going to label myself as woke or whatever because like i say i'm trying to break that whole threshold of labels and that's the problem that happens within our community man we fight over labels and here's the best analogy i can give you what's the difference between um a garbage man and an environmentalist you know what i'm saying an environmentalist specialist you know they're the same thing but because one has a, a more fancier name we feel that we have more, you know, we have more um, of a right to, you know, to, to, to belittle other people. It's kind of like a doctor and a nurse. You know, uh, there's nurses that literally go all the way to the top and they can run a whole floor. And uh, they do the same things that doctors do. They know more than doctors know. But because a doctor goes to school for a longer period of time, so they feel, then they, they become, oh, well, you know. Um, I have more restraint. I have more power. And, and, a, and, and if you have a label and that label is what's giving you power, then man, we got a whole nother thing to do. We got a whole nother thing to talk about. You know, so I want to break the threshold. I want to change the narrative of that. You know, um, that social kind of, man, I want to deconstruct all of that, man. You know, stop stop living for a label. Start living for something that's, that's really going to be purpose-driven in your life. And those things should be those that love you and your children. You know, uh, you know, and, and like I say, these are my opinions, and I'm, and you know, and uh, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna sugarcoat them. I don't feel that I need to. We, we, we as a society have become so fucking sensitive. This shit sucks. Like we become so fucking sensitive. This shit sucks. Like major, major, major. It, it really does suck. Like anytime you talk about anything that's having to do with the LG, um, you know, the LGBT, I don't, I don't want to get it wrong, but uh, you talk about that community, it's like you have to automatically follow up with. But I'm not, I'm not against gays. First of all, man, listen, I have no problem with gay at all. Man. My problem lies in how. You know, it's being pushed like, you know, if you feel as though you're gay and your lifestyle, you know, should be pushed on me. I'm, I'm not pushing my black lifestyle on you. You know, um, I, I refuse to, you know, I, I don't feel that anybody has to push anything on anyone. Whatever a person feels or however a person feels, whatever you do, you know, whoever you love, however you love, that's on you. You know, nobody's life is perfect. I don't, I don't want to hear anything about, um, oh man, you know, well, you know, if you're not with us, you against us. No, I promise you I'm not. You know, I, I, I have nothing against gay people. I have, I have gay people in my family. I have, I have a cousin that passed, um, in my family years ago. He went by the name of Peaches. He passed of, uh, AIDS. And, uh, I was young, so I didn't even know really what AIDS was, but, you know, 
as I got older, of course, I found out about it was, I mean, I found out about it and, and I was like, wow, you know, and it was, it was a disease at the time that, that was like synonymously known for being a gay disease. You know what I'm saying? Like it was supposed to destroy gay people basically, you know, because that's how it was being passed around. You know, they even came up with this, this outrageous, um, backstory that it was, you know, it was monkeys that brought it in. Uh, anyway, it's funny, but you, you know, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about these, these man-made diseases later on, but right now, you know, I just want to stay focused on just the introduction of it all. But, you know, I, I've, I have gay family members, you know, my, um, my sister, you know, uh, she's gay. Uh, you know, she, you know, she went through what she was going through at the time and, 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 you know, she got married to, you know, to, and, and, and it's crazy because her wife or, you know, whatever you want to call, call her, she is going through gender reassignment now. So, you know, and I understand that that's like a big thing, you know, like to not be associated with the him, her, I mean, the her, she, you know, that type of thing. Um, so, you know, like I say, you know, we deal with so much going back and forth, like dealing with names and labels. Look, just be you, you know, um, I feel like, man, if you're attracted to women, be attracted to women. If you're attracted to men, be attracted to men. If you're attracted to both, be attracted to both. Um, but just, you know, don't put yourself in a box, you know, be you don't worry about what people want to call you heterosexual, bisexual, gay, homosexual, whatever, man, break the social constructs of that, man, bust outside that box, and just be you, also, you gay, no, I'm me, I like women, cool, you know what I'm saying, like, it doesn't bother me to say that, if I like men, which is not on my, which is not on my, my, my thing to really, you know, to be, I have nothing against people who do, but that's just not me, then, man, look, just say, uh, you know, I, I just like dudes, you know, I mean, I can talk about some real shit, and I'm going to talk about real shit, but, you know, right now, I just want you to kind of understand what you're getting yourself into by even tuning into this podcast, and just knowing that, you know, when we talk, we're going to talk real, you know what I'm saying, we're going to have a good damn time too, man, because I'm telling you, I'm goofy as shit. I love to laugh, man. I think laugh is the best thing. Like, there's been times I've been at my lowest points, and, you know, some of my people would just call me. And that's mad shout out to all my people, man. You know, my wife, mad shout out to my children. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I have one son, six girls, one boy. You know what I'm saying? And it's great, man. And my son is just like, I, 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 I don't baby him. I don't keep him away from the world, but I make sure that I give him the love that I didn't receive from my biological father. And understand when I say father and dad is two different things. My biological father was exactly that. He wasn't a dad at all. Um, a daddy is somebody that's there. He doesn't have to be in the house, but he's there when you need him. He's there. He's, you know, he, he, he provides my, my father did it. My father chose to, to protect, um, protect uh, a name in a family uh, that still, you know, still kind of shun him for what he did. He got locked up, you know, uh, capital murder, man. You know, he went, he went to prison 10 years of my life. He got locked up from the time um, I was, 
I was turning eight up until I was 18. You know, uh, and I'd be a fool to say, man, I forgive and I forget. But, you know, if you do that, please understand, man, you know, that you are literally living in a really warped ass social construct, man. Because, like, you, you, are, you are in your own mind. If you forgave and forget, if you forgive and, and have forgotten everything that a person that wronged you did, that means that you would allow that person to continuously do it. And then that would make you a damn fool. I'm not going to do it. You know, he's tried several times. Uh, not on his own, but because I've reached out to him and I just refuse to do that now. You know, um, people are going to make their decisions in life. What you have to do is you can't change their mind. You just have to know how to deal with them accordingly. And that's what I'm doing. I'm going to do that. I'm going to continuously do it. I'm going to continuously keep pushing and I'm going to continuously keep living, you know, but I'm going to put that time and that effort into my children that he didn't do. Even my mother, my mother wasn't the perfect mother. I will never say that she was. My mother was a mother though. She was a mama. She just dealt with what she was dealing with. And being a single mother is really, really hard when you really, when for one, you really didn't want to be a mother. <laughs> for one. And then for two, you have this child that came in and just derailed every damn thing for you. You know, my mom was going to school to become a lawyer. And uh, I derailed all that, you know. Um, I don't now. I don't get down on myself as much as I used to about it, you know. Uh, my mother didn't even tell me that she didn't even want kids until like I turned thirty, you know. And I always wondered like why my childhood was like it was. It was like my mom just didn't really want to ever understand me. Um, but it was life, you know. And we had a real conversation and. I'm not going to say it didn't hurt, but, you know, the truth, you know, the truth hurts. You know, it doesn't hurt all the time, but it does have an effect to do it. And, and that leads me to my next point of how, you know, we, you know, how we love a beautiful lie. But we can, it's hard to accept the ugly truth. You know, we got to get out of that. We got to do better. You feel me? So, you know, like I say, I'm going to talk about real things. I'm going to let you into my life. I'm going to talk about how, you know, we need to just be financially free, you know, and how to get there. I'm even going to give you some tips on how to get there. Uh, I'm going to try to have some people come in and actually talk about, you know, the financial freedom portion and, and why it doesn't take a thousand dollars to do a little bit of nothing. You know, um, <clears throat> we're going to do a lot, you know, and so I feel like, hey, you know, we're really going to do this. Let's do it. If we're really going to talk about it, let's talk about it. You know, because we really need to talk about it. We really need to get to that point, place, and space of understanding. Because if we don't, we kind of shot. You feel me? So, you know, just understand that how we do things and what we do, it affects us in the future. Everything that we do, you know. Um, that's the reason I do business the way that I do business. You know, I've done some really, really big deals. Uh, with family members, and I've lost a lot of money, you know, uh, a lot of money, you know, and because their family, you know, in a sense, you know, I, you know, I have to, in a sense, kind of write it off because, you know, I want to be, I want to change the narrative of how, you know, us as melanated beings, you know, we treat each other. 
you know, it's crazy how, you know, we will sit up here and talk about killing someone who took our money, but there's, there's cops in the streets right now that are killing our children for no reason. There are, there are white vigilantes out here just going ham on, you know, on our children, on our women, on our men, everybody. But we won't even talk about pulling the strap on them. But we'll pull the strap, in, you know, on our children. I mean, on, on, on someone in the hood. And then it's even more, what's the name? Because we believe in this book. And the book tells, spread a rod, spoil the child. And we'll beat the crap out of our kids. But we won't, we won't, we won't even go to war for something that is right. You know, that's, I'm going to talk about all this. Because this is, this is my way of thinking. This is what I deal with. This is what I do. You know, and like I say, you're not going to like everything that I say, but, you know, I'm, I'm willing to even listen to somebody who doesn't even like my kind, you know, who doesn't even like my race, uh, who doesn't even like <clears throat> me, you know, because even a broken clock is right twice a day, you know, and if you shut up and you listen to a person, you know, sometimes they may be right. They may say something that's, that may be profound enough to make you change something or the way that you move. This is what's supposed to happen, but um, I just want to let everybody know that, you know, that we're here, um, you know, the clone nation is coming, man. you know, this universe is real and it's very limited. And if you know how to get inside of the universe, you're already there. It's not, you know, it's not something that you can, you know, if you're not born into this, then it's not something that you can really call yourself getting into because this is just who we are being unique clones man like we we can blend into a crowd but literally once you know us we are not the norm we we don't fall into that we don't fall into any category you know because we supersede and we transcended any label any any threshold anything any boundary that you've put on us you know we've kind of crushed that so you know I, I have to give major props to all of my people you know out there you know um that feel like they've never fit in you know indigoing children indigoing children man beautiful beautiful like they were they that was the first uh name that i ever saw that actually kind of put me uh the indigo child indigo children man like it was so dope and it was like man you know uh that's what they would call us you know in, in the earthly realm and then when it got into the scientific realm then it went to being uh autistic children or children with autism or having a special ability and you know adhd hyperactivity first of all man i'm telling you those are some of the deepest thinkers those are some of the people that are most they, they are the most vivid visually you know style of human beings that you will ever run into you know my people are strong man. it takes a lot to endure what we've been doing you know and uh I'll never take that away from my people. Our strength is unparalleled, but we have to move in numbers. We have to, you know, we have to come together as a collective. And the only way that I feel that we'll bring about peace across the world, across the atlas, across the globe, um, across the universe, man, period. Because there are, I do believe that there are other life forms out there. But the only way that we're going to be able to pull that across, man, is if literally we come together first because we are the mothers and fathers of every race you know the Eve gene is real you know so 
So understand and, 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 and walk with me on this journey as I, you know, as I get everything situated and, and uh, adapted to, you know, this 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 unique clone universe. So once again, I want to thank everybody, man. Um, and before I, you know, before I really sign out and I leave and I go with this episode, you know, um, I want to give a major shout out to all of my sponsors, everybody, all my supporters. Um, Cynthia Orange, a realtor out of Oklahoma City, man. If you're looking for a great realtor, by all means, man, look her up. She's great, Cynthia Orange, okay? Great person. If you're looking for top-notch service in the barber field, beauty field, Fitzgerald's Beauty Supply, man, excellent customer service, man. You get more than what you pay for, you know what I'm saying? Um, So just know that, you know, if you're looking for like unparalleled service customer service because i feel like with any company any business you have to have great customer service man they they have man some of the best customer service i have yet to i have yet to really go into any other barbershop and have that level of, of, of uh, customer service you know and that's not to knock you know the barbers out there where i'm originally from i love my barbershop man uh the bold look skills um you know um Man, I could miss Barbara, man. Back in the day when I was little, man, she used to cut off a pine and cedar, you know. Um, all of the people, you know, my cousin, man, may he rest in peace, man. I miss you and I love you, Lonnie. Um, I would drive home on a consistent basis just to get my hair cut by my cousin, you know. And when he passed, I had to I had to figure out what I was gonna do here. But me being here and finding and finding Fitzgerald's, man, it was a great thing. And um, man, we just gotta support each other. You know, uh, we may not all see eye to eye, but we must support each other. We have to understand how much impact we have on this world, not only just monetarily, but just culturally, period. Everybody wants to be like us until it's time to be like us, <laughs> if it makes sense. You know, everybody wants to be black until it's time to be black, you know. So just understand your dollar, understand your worth, understand what you stand for and what you actually will never bend or break on, you know, we need more of that. And we need more of our people. And we need to have more interaction and we need to talk more to each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, 2019 should be, you know, uh, not your best year. It should be the better year. Because man, you know you should you, you should strive to be the best, good, better, best. You know, never let it rest until your good is better. Your better can be best. You know that's real. So you know, stay tuned. You know, uh, keep a lookout, man. Uh, the nerds at the cool table we're coming. Uh, you, if you want to check us out, man, uh, where you know our website is up. It's you know it's still being updated on a consistent and daily basis, basically. But nkt.com. All right, nurse at the cool table, man. That's us. Uh, you can reach me once again, unique clone at gmail.com. Also, you can uh, you can follow me. Please follow me on the IG page, uh, unique clone IG page. Look me up. You'll see my um, you'll actually see my logo and everything else. I have a few things that I'm working on now, and you know we're gonna move forward with this year, man. You know, I'm gonna try to keep everybody motivated and happy. You know. I'm going to try to motivate you. If you're not happy, uh, hopefully I can motivate you to happiness, you know. So just stay tuned and keep rocking with me. 
because it's going to get better. I promise you it will, you know. And uh, once again, I want to thank you all uh, for the newcomers, for the, for, the, for the people that's been rocking with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't say thank you enough. And just stay with me. I'm telling you, it's going to get greater. You know, we're going to do some great things, man. I'm going to be giving back. But I'm not going to be giving back to the point where it's just like to stroke my ego. So, you know, I may give back and you may not hear about it until someone else speaks about it. Because that's how I usually move. And I give to people. I don't do it and post it up on a social media site. Because I feel, for the most part, that's kind of stroking your own ego. You know, you want the world to see that you're trying to do something. And and, I, and like I say, social media is a double-edged sword. Some people have to do that, you know, to, to, to show that, listen, man, I do have a good heart. And I don't knock those people. But the ones that I'm knocking out are the people who do it just so they can show people that they're doing it. They're not giving from their heart. So, you know, I've given from my heart. You know, I've had $40 in my pocket. And I saw somebody was trying to do something at Walmart. And they stuff rang up to be 15 bucks, And I'm like, here, I'll pay for it, you know. You know, those things, man, just do it because it comes across your conscience and it comes across your heart. You know, your mind, body, and spirit, man, if it links up, then you'll start feeling things, man. So to everybody out there, man, I hope you have a great day. This is the beginning of, 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 of a good year, you know, so make the most of it. If you're going to go start working out, take your time, pace yourself, because it's all about, you know, when running a marathon, man, it's not the fastest, you know. The person that really completes that race, man, is the, per- the person who pieces and paces themselves. Piece the time together, pace yourself, and go from there. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't be, be don't be in such a rush to end your life. You know that's life is a marathon, so treat it as such. You know, get into great habits, and, and you know, and, and allow those habits to kind of form, and take your time. Eat healthy. You know, if you want to go vegan, go vegan. Just don't rub it in nobody's face that you're going vegan. I promise you, it is what it is. It's cool. I'm fine with that. But I'm, you know. Depending on how I feel, sometimes I'm gonna eat chicken wings. I love chicken, <laughs> so you know. Uh, but I also love my greens and my veggies. So you know, I mean, just how I feel. You know. But once again, man, I love y'all. Stay up, stay focused, and continue to do what you're doing. I am five, one third of the nerds at the cool table. The unique clone, standalone theory. You know, standalone complex. I'm here. You can find me, man. Hashtag if you if you ever want to reach out to me. Hashtag five or F Y V E or hashtag five with the actual number five Y V E. All right. So like I say, standalone complex, man. For all of my other unique clones out there, man, I'll be seeing you around. Have a great one. Peace.